Chad? Are you okay? Hello? And finally, a uh, word from our sponsor, our oldest sponsor. Um, these guys have been with us since the beginning. Starbucks Productions, who, if you know, if you are looking for a spot for your next show, if you're looking to, you know, get something going this summer, there's still time to hit them up. Um, it, you know, I, I mean, I don't know because I haven't hit them. You know, I haven't talked to them about any events, but I mean, if not this year, next year, you know, I assume that they have a lot going on. So, <laughs> as always, because that's what they do, right? Right, everybody? I'm not with it. I'm doing these ads, okay? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, if you're looking for a solid team of people to get you started with your next performance or event, these are the guys to contact. They're always busy, in motion, behind the scenes in the Midwest, and they have plenty of shit lined up. Uh, so what are we aiming for? Head over to their Facebook page for all your needs today. Guys, this is the McAllister's podcast. I'm your host, always Cole McAllister. We're joined today um, by newcomer Kira McGregor. Um, recently acted acted in uh, the new short that's going to be coming out um, a day after today called "Cheating Death." How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is your first ever podcast. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. This but I can uh, recall. Yeah, <laughs> you recall. <laughs> I don't. Honestly, did a podcast sometime that I don't remember. Yeah, I had some late night conversations and recorded on the phone. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just out there. Those days that you think you're recording a podcast <laughs> when you're when you and your friends are like, "Oh, we're so funny. Let's be on a podcast." Yeah, I, I questionly const, uh, constantly question my reality of like friendship with people because like I feel like. <laughs> 80% of the time I hang out with them, it's on a podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dang. I promise you're really my friend. I know. I- yeah, yeah, I'm not just using you. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, let's get let's just jump right into it. Uh, what got you into acting? And uh, just take me through your journey with that. Oh, man. Um, I've always been into this. Um, I was one of those little kids that, you know, would, like, force their family members to watch their skits that they put on um and like force my cousins to be a part of those skits and yeah so i've always kind of had like a little thing a little niche for you know acting and you know performing and creating and stuff like that so uh but it wasn't until i was in like high school like a freshman year of high school that i was in um my first ever play um, and then that's when I was like, oh, wow, like this can actually be something real. Um, and then, yeah, I just stuck with it, went to school for it. Because um, my high school that I grew up in, like, had no theater um, kind of class oh, or okay. any kind of real education about it. Uh, the drama teacher, like, passed away <laughs> when, um, literally when I was getting into freshman year. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> Like I needed, I needed her to stick around. But I mean, I get it. I knew Kira was coming. Like, ah, fuck. <laughs> if it's your time, it's your time. I guess I'm gonna stick it out for one more year. But uh, um, but yeah. So I um, I kind of 
in that situation, I kind of had a chance to create my own kind of theater and like what uh, our school saw theater as because um, we had teachers um, that weren't really theater teachers, but teachers that were just like, okay, yeah, I'll direct the play so that mm. we can put on a play. Oh, um, that's and nice then, yeah, and then because of that, they, you know, look to the students as, like, a like collaboration because they're like, I have really no idea what I'm doing, but what do you want to get out of this? And so <laughs> it was a lot of collaboration, which I um, I look back and I'm like, that's really, really dope because now, yeah. you know, like, I'm older and I feel like I go into creative processes, like, in a collaborative way. Um, and so, yeah, I, I did that. Um, and then it wasn't until I got out of high school that I was really starting to like dabble in like the short films and the mm. those kind of behind the screen kind of things. And yeah, so uh, and I'm just constantly trying to stay busy doing all of those things. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, how do you like find these uh, like short film opportunities? Like, is it just it is it just purely through connection? Are you looking places or? Um, it's definitely uh, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> nice, um, nice. I I mean I have an agent um, in oh. Des Moines, which oh, that cool. sounds so prestigious to say <laughs> like I have an agent, but uh, uh, it's true. But hey. it, it took me like four years to get into the the agency, um, mm. just because. The first couple times that I did it, they were like, you're not what we're looking for. And I was like, okay, I'll be back. Um, and then they finally, you know, accepted me in. And I was like, great. But even then, like, I didn't start getting, like, consistent work until, like, two years into doing it. It took a long time to, like, get my name out there and, and yeah. be, um, like, looked at as, like, okay, she's a respectable, you know, actor in the sense of, like, she doesn't waste people's time, you mm -hmm. know, she shows up when she needs to, she does the work, blah, blah, blah. Um, but when it comes to, like, the cool short films and um, little features that happen more, like, in the community, Facebook. Mm. Like, just being in those Facebook groups and then, like, knowing people in those groups. Yeah, <laughs> Iowa Film's a really good one, Yeah, for those who don't know. Um like I, I for even for our short um we ended up thankfully everybody came through we didn't really need to find anyone else but like i remember even um like gabe was having issues and like we didn't think he was going to come through and like i had five people on there just be like yeah i'll do it you know mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. very cool community for those who are in film and you know need some kind of network for that yeah for sure yeah um let me ask you like uh i'm sure there's been quite a difference between like you know working in like a play environment mm -hmm. versus like you know doing a short film or feature or whatever like um like what what's like the biggest difference for that in you and like what do you like or dislike about either of those that's such a common question that i get like they're like which one would you choose you know mm. more but i can't because they're <laughs> so different yeah. um i mean they have their similarities but like um to me like theater there's something really unique about being live and like mm. every time you do a show it's different even though you're doing the same show it's like you have a different audience, which gives a different energy. You know, some laugh, some clap, some cry, some are just <laughs> silent and they're just like, but they actually really like it, but yeah. they don't show that. <laughs> and you're like, this is kind of hard to work with. But um, but then, so being live, you know, you if you mess up something, you know, like a line or you skip a page and you, you, you tear something or like something happens, like you just have to roll with it. Mm. And it's so fun to like, mess up but like roll with it and then you catch it or you know your other 
uh, like actors on stage they like help get us mm. back on track mm. it's like something really interesting because you're like are we like in sync or something <laughs> like this is awesome um so that's really cool uh with the like, well, I'm glad you find that cool. I would find that terrifying. No, it's really, it's really, <laughs> it's really cool. Like, okay, look, a good example of that would be like, um, I did Alice in Wonderland, and I was Alice, mm. and I was sitting on a bench, and you know, Alice has like this puffy dress, and so I had a lot of tooling underneath. Did they give it. you LSD beforehand? No. <laughs> I, you know, if they did, that would have been a way better show. <laughs> It would have been. It would have been. We need everybody really to give me character. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you looked at our costumes, though, it, I mean, you probably would think that we were on it. LSD inspired, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like thinking back to costumes now. Um, but yeah, so I was sitting on a bench, and I remember getting up, and all all I, all you hear is. It just my dress like just ripped like caught on the the bench and it just ripped and then um I don't know it's it was kind of like one of those moments where you're like shit <laughs> but then you just kind of have to like roll with it and so I I just was like how rude and I like stayed in character and I just like ad libbed like you know lines and stuff like that and the audience loved it and honestly it made me feel like I was like wow you know thrill like what a thrill that was like to think that like i could have messed up the whole show but i didn't so <laughs> well good good <laughs> yeah um no i mean i i think that's really cool the fact that you're able to like find all these different gigs like you know it, people don't think like theater when they think of iowa you know so the oh, fact yeah. that you've like you know made your way through that do you like maybe this is just me but i always found like when you're doing a play there's like a certain amount of prestige behind it almost like I, have you ever seen birdman mm -mm. with uh michael keaton and uh mm -mm. highly recommend see i'm really it. i'm really bad at like i always say i'm a terrible theater kid or anything like that because <laughs> i'm so bad at like seeing the movies or seeing like shows and like theater plays yeah. and stuff like that yeah, well, um, if you're a theater person, I highly recommend okay. checking out Birdman. Birdman, guys, we're back. Sorry, I have a six, like a twelve year old little shithead that can. Uh, <laughs> she has a will of her own. Um, so, so what? I guess what was it like for those who don't? So we just released this uh, this short, Cheating mm -hmm. Death. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I want to say I think you're an excellent actress. I appreciate. Um, that. I was, I was honestly blown away. Like, Stop. Uh, no, I'm, I'm serious. No, like, no. Um, you, uh, yeah. There's just something about you that's like you can tell. There's something very natural about mm. how you, like, you just have a knack for acting. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any like uh, inspirations or like actresses that or actors that you look up to that um, mm. you try to emulate or that you, I don't know, they pull inspiration from? Mm. -mm. <laughs> I'm the gold. <laughs> it's my Leo Moon. <laughs> um, she thinks she's the best. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I I honestly okay. Like I really appreciate actors um, and actresses, um, and I, but I I I genuinely don't have like one person that I'm like, wow. Like mm. I want to be like them. I I feel like I take a little bit from everybody. Um, like one of my favorite things to do is like go on YouTube and. Um, like watch 
especially when it comes to film watching um movie like gurus you know people yeah. who are like really into film like break down characters um and like how the actor like portrayed those characters i think that's really fun because i'm seeing like a different perspective of um like someone who might not necessarily know the like the art of you know acting but like yeah. that as like a viewer they're like that was really cool and you know that was you know that really was something that i remembered uh, just watching it where it made me feel certain things because I mean like at the end of the day like as an actor like I just want to feel like a connection with the people that are watching um, mm -hmm. and like have them you know get something from the art um, even though you know it's what's the word the s word sub sub subjective thank you I <laughs> never can remember that word <laughs> but it's always subjective but like it's it's really cool when like your audience is like, you're like, you got it. Like, you were feeling what I was feeling. Great. That was really fun. And then, or if they're like, they give you something else, like a different perspective, you're like, wow, never thought about that. But that's a really cool, like, way of looking at it. So, I don't know. It's it's kind of, it's cool being unique. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, I think I thrive off of feeling like I'm, like, one of a kind or, like, mm. I don't take from someone um, or, like, I take from everyone, <laughs> you know, something like that, so. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, because, like, I think you, and I've, I guess, to be fair, I've only seen what you've done in. And just that. And just that. <laughs> but um, but it, it seems like you, yeah, like, you have your own blend. Like, you know, I think the greatest actors and actresses are people who, like, you know, like Jack Nicholson, for example. Mm. Like, you know, when he has a role, he's going to have some element of, like, anger or craziness or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, but he can still play different characters. He can still have different, mm -hmm. you know, he can still step into those different roles and still. But, you know, it's Jack Nicholson, not because you see his face, but because of how he's acting. You know, you know? I, that's like a very interesting thing, too, is um, this concept of, like, being, like, that chameleon actor mm. um, versus, you know, I kind of always have wanted to be one of those actors that, you might not necessarily know their name, but you're like, I always see them. You're like, oh, I, I know she was in that one movie. Like, what was it? Or what is her name? Like, I, I, I like those actors. Like, there's mm. this guy in my head. Um, he, I don't know his name. I, and, but he, I see him in everything. And he usually plays like a cop or a detective. He's kind of older. He's this black mm. man. And I don't know. He, I always think about him. And I'm like, I kind of want to be like that like i as much as like being a chameleon actor would be really cool like you know johnny depp all those you know people that can really just transform them as like a person but i think when even chameleon actors like sometimes you look at them and you're like i still know that's johnny depp you know uh he's killing it yeah but like yeah. you it's almost hard to like take the character away from the actor um and or like morph them into where you can't even see the actor anymore like, I want people to, like, look at me and not think of Kiera. Like, I want them to mm. be like, oh, that's whatever her name is, like, as the character. Um, because that's how I am when I'm acting. Is like, I kind of black out as Kiera. <laughs> and I just ride the train of whatever character I'm okay. I'm on. So, that's the kind of acting that I like to do. <laughs> that's awesome. So, you you really feel like you're able to let go of, all, like, your ego, in a sense. Yeah. And really just... 
Okay, so like that sounds really deep, though. <laughs> That's cool, though. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, thank you. Um, like, uh, so, like, do you consider that method acting? I guess, or yeah, to an extent. Okay, you know, method acting is so controversial, like yeah, because of yeah, the yeah. you know the how far people can take it. Mm. But like, I do kind of feel like I am a method actor to a sense. Um, like when I did a play once where I was, um, I was Laura from the glass menagerie and if you know that show she has a limp because of her her leg um and i put a pebble in my shoe like to get the limp right because you don't want to just like you know like pop it you just kind of want that subtle like that subtle like lean almost like you're compensating like with the other leg um and i feel like i couldn't get that knowing that there wasn't actually anything wrong with my leg so i put a pebble in my shoe because it really it it made me th- actually feel what she was like probably going through damn so like during the performance or like all the time you had I, I i did it for most of rehearsals and then i feel like i got a, a hang of it that i didn't have to do it for the performances mm. but um also like my director was like i highly suggest against this like <laughs> i don't think you should do this and i was like i'm gonna do it because i just need to it's like not that bad you know yeah. um but it's yeah but it, it really did help yeah that's wild that's wild but like i think it's cool the fact that like despite you you know dabbling in method acting you still have a sense of like self like have a sense of hero Mm -hmm. you know like uh the actor comes to mind is like daniel day lewis like i don't don't know if you've ever seen his roles but like you watch him in like there will be blood and he's like this really like you know this uh like oil guru like really mean guy and then you see him in an interview and he's like wearing pink and like all like hi (laughs) it's just so bizarre like see like you know johnny depp at least like like yes he is like a chameleon actor but there's still like a little bit of giant depth in it but like daniel day lewis he's like that rare actor that's Mm. like a complete chameleon Mm. actor Mm. like he can play completely different roles and like he don't even like it's his face that's the only difference (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah it's the only reason you know it's him yeah, it's fucking crazy. What uh, what like, what like, um, like films or plays come to mind when like you know? Because I'm sure that there's something that like, you know, initially was like, oh, like I I like this, you know. Like, was there anything that is there anything that comes to mind in that? Like when I started, and yeah. Like what kind of made me like think I could do this for real? Yeah, sure, sure. Hmm, that's hard. <laughs> that's really hard because I I don't feel like I had like a like an aha moment through watching okay um it was just through kind of doing it yeah it just brought me a sense of it really like how you said like it's it's almost therapy for me um like to act um whether it's theater you know screen whatever it is like it's it's very therapeutic it's a way that like it's like the same way that people go to the gym um to like let out steam or whatever it's like for me like acting is like it's escapism in like Mm. to me the healthiest way um it allows me to literally escape from my mind from the world um momentarily and then bring it back so like you know you said that like i still have this sense of self and i feel like breaking out a little actor like (laughs) tool here but what i do is i you know i go through the door so there's like a you know i imagine my a door in front of me and like my character's on the other side and Kiera is standing on one side and the character on the other side and so when I like open that door I like envision my character um and then when I walk through the door I am my character now and like Kiera's like staying back on the other side and 
that allows me to like leave my baggage at the door and like take on whatever baggage that my character has but then it also helps me when i come out because sometimes like characters have a lot of baggage that Mm. you wouldn't normally have in your everyday life um and you don't want to take that back with you um because you have enough baggage as you know on your own so um being able to like leave you know your character at the door and then come back and be yourself again but like you still remember you know those feelings or some of those moments as the other and that's what helps you know that character really develop but at the end of the day it's you're separating those souls i guess yeah yeah and keeping it safe you know for yourself yeah yeah no i think a lot of people underestimate like how powerful playing a character could be Mm -hmm. like uh i i you know, I've obviously haven't, I haven't done like anywhere near the extent of acting that you have, but I did a little bit of like speech type of stuff in high school. Mm-hmm. And we did this play about um, a school shooter. Mm. And this was back in like 2012. So this was like at the height of like, mm. you know, there were just a lot. I mean, there have always been a lot of school shootings, but I think I remember particularly at that point in time that like it was all in the news, like all it seemed like all the time. Yeah. Um, and, like, I remember, like, I didn't even have, like, a prominent role, but, like, you know, I was dealing with my own mental health issues, and, like, I remember, like, how much that affected me. Like, mm-hmm. just even, like, participating in that, mm-hmm. I was, like, like, I felt my mental health decline as mm-hmm. <laughs> I kept mm-hmm. participating in this mm-hmm. play, you know? I, like, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure there's some people who kind of think, like, oh, what Tom Cruise does is, like, silly or, like, you know, whatever, but, like... there i I, you know i think there's a lot of ignorance in like saying something like that because there is a lot like going into like you know Mm -hmm. playing a character putting Mm -hmm. yourself in character shoes like i i can't envision myself ever being able to do like what you do or what daniel day lewis does like i feel like if i ever acted i would just be coleman i would i would be the paul (laughs) rudd i would be you know i would just be okay there's coleman playing coleman what is it like um um adam sandler (laughs) (laughs) like i feel like adam sandler plays adam sandler or like will smith sometimes too plays will smith well but did you see uncut gems though yes i did see but that was wild yeah i feel like he's like adam sandler was that actor but i feel like in his later life he's actually surpassing that like he's actually becoming that he's realizing that there's more to him like as an actor and an artist yeah yeah that's all you know there's something about like actors like comedy actors going into like serious roles mm-hmm. that like I, I don't know i almost have like a like i really love that like uh jim carrey playing uh in uh internal sunshine spotless mind yeah. you know they they t- um he always talks about how uh he did uh the man on the moon mm. the movie about um what the fuck was his name um kaufman andy kaufman um and like how that role like just sent him over the edge like it was his mental health and then his agent was like hey i have a movie for you don't get better. <laughs> Literally, like, stay depressed so Dang. you can keep doing it. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it fucking like it like it's fucked up. Make but, that like, money, it, make that money, it, make it, that money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like what it's giving. <laughs> but like it worked, you know? know. It's crazy. What do you think about like um like uh, have you seen? I'm I'm assuming. Have you seen The Shining? Yeah. Uh, like oh a, yeah. Yeah. Like I, hearing about like the what happened like backstage and, and stuff of like yeah. backstage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, behind the scenes of like what the actual like like Yeah, what Kubrick did to like yeah. well, especially to Shelley Duvall. I mean he was um he was just like horrible to her. But it's I don't know, I guess I'm curious what your opinion is on this because like it like it, it like what he like how he treated her was awful yeah, yeah. but at the same time it he, gave this like got crazy some performance gold. <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. what are your thoughts on that okay so 
Okay, first of all, um, definitely respect actors. Like, I think one of the biggest things is, like, sometimes, like, when you're on a film set, and this can even be, like, like local, like, stuff here that I've gone through, people, like, don't give a shit about actors. They're, like, they're just, like, you're just here to, like, look good on screen. Like, they kind of forget, like, <laughs> that we're still people. And, like, I know that you're, like, doing your thing and you're getting, um like, everything set up and stuff. But, like, but it's, like, they kind of forget, like, that we're still people. Um, I don't know. That sounds... But it's just... Sometimes people do mistreat actors just thinking that they're, you know, they're just here for the limelight or whatever yeah well as Lloyd described it uh meat puppets yeah <laughs> that's funny that sounds like something he would say <laughs> but um so i in so in my community college um i did a show 12 angry jurors um normally 12 angry men so it's normally like 12 men but we did it where it was mixed cast and sure. i just um remember there was so the guy who was directing us um, my character wasn't getting to the emotional height that he was like envisioning for my character uh, because like I was number five so it wasn't I wasn't like one of the main actors but there was a, a pivotal moment that my character um, shifted the show in a way um, and so he was like I really want that to be your moment and it's where I'm fighting with one of the more main um, guys actors whatever um, and I just remember rehearsal one day. He had all of the other actors sitting on the ground watching us. And he had me and the other actors standing facing each other, like, close. You know, like, because we were just, he was just like, you know, he let us get comfortable. He wasn't just like, get really close, you know. He was just like, stand like this far apart, say your lines. And so we did that. Now he's like, take a step in, say them again. Um, and he just kept pushing that, like, boundary a little bit. And then... Um, he would like from the side he would like he would just like yell things he's like get angrier get angrier feel it like he would just really push and at least for me i liked it because there's something I, I it kind of brings me back to sports in a way like when i did sports and you hear your coach like get him like block him out blah blah you know like you just you get that like that yelling in the in the back of your mind but to me like when I'm really in something, it helps when someone's just, like, adding more, um, like, urgency or, like, I don't know how to explain it. But I liked it. It got me to a point where I delivered my lines and everybody in that room was speechless. And I, I don't know what I did because I feel like when you're really doing your thing, you kind of, you do black out. You kind of, like, like yeah. what, what, what did I do? What did I do? Because they'd be like, do it again just like that. That was great. And you're like what did i what did i do and you're like talking to the people around you um but i really liked that but um when it comes to like you know you know the shining and, and pushing people to that kind of limit i think that's kind of i think you're now focused more on the the movie um and rather mm. than your actor's health i mean because i didn't ever feel like my director was pushing me in a way that felt unhealthy like i feel like if it got to a point where i was like in tears or you could he you could see me physically uncomfortable he'd be like okay good enough let's pull back you know and let's regather ourselves but um i feel like yeah you really do gotta be careful with like um actors because they're still people in um and I feel like if you push them too hard, that's you're willing to like break people at that point. Yeah. And I just don't think that's cool. 
Yeah, yeah. And well, I think that's a really good thing about the day and age we live in is I think a lot more people are cognizant of that, uh-huh. you know, compared to 1980. Yeah, with like made, intimacy you know. directors and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is cool because I'm kind of an intimacy director. <laughs> I, I got my first level done, but yeah but i think there's a lot more in like you know uh i just finished the video production program at dmac and you know when i was going through that they you know a lot of things that every teacher emphasizes like make sure everybody's comfortable mm-hmm. with what you're doing especially you know if you have a scene that you know is dealing with some you know particularly something intimate yeah whether, exactly. it, whether it's sex or or like emote or like i'm doing a show right now i'm stage managing a show native gardens um at the playhouse <laughs> subtle plug no i'm just kidding but uh it's it's a it's a show about you know two couples and their different races and mm. the show really you know at at points you're 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 saying things like that maybe you as a person would not say to someone mm. else yeah. and um, that can be really hard for someone to be like oh this feels really gross like I feel really icky like after saying this so we do something like an intimacy um, director. Um, challenge skill whatever it is a technique where you check in and check out and it just allows the actors to realize that i'm saying this not as me i'm saying Mm. this as my character and like if i feel uncomfortable this is a safe space to be like okay i need to take a second and like breathe or whatever because it can get real you know like saying something you know that you normally wouldn't say especially if it's like derogatory or like um what's that word for like when you're saying like you know words that you're not supposed to towards like people of like color <laughs> oh well i mean like just segregator or yeah. segregate that, that's not a word segregationist or like you know right yeah, just racist. We're just being racist yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally um but yeah so i just yeah you got to be kind of careful about that yeah i can imagine you know and like you kind of touched on that like the intimacy part like I don't know what kind of roles you've done, but like I'm sure you still have like some insight on this. Like, you know, like when it comes to like a sex scene, mm-hmm. you know, like how like I can imagine that like like if I had a partner who was an actor who mm-hmm. was like involved in that, like I would have a really hard time like like being, being okay the with partner that. that is that has like the actor partner, well, yeah. or that you are the actor and your partner is looking in. Well, I mean, I guess or either both. way. I guess either way. Like, like how how do you like? Because, I mean, if you have a scene where, like, even if, like, you're kissing with somebody, oh, yeah. you know, like, like how do you, how do you, like, mentally, like, and again, I don't know what you've done, but, like, how do you, like, mentally prepare that or, like, you know, separate that in a way? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been in a relationship before where I would also, I also had to, like, do, like, a kissing scene. Um, and what I, I mean, what I did was I just talked to my partner and I was just, okay, most of my like most people that i date i usually preference like this is my job (laughs) and um you know like i'm not like you gotta like it but i i'm just like this is a part of this and you know i'm probably not gonna change exactly what i'm doing for you i know that there's some actors out there like the guy from you he's there was a moment where he's done really like hot and and intimate scenes and he's married now and i and he just feels differently about it. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, yeah. I, I want to respect, you know, my partner and not do that. And that's fine, too. Um, but for me, like, I usually just have a conversation with my partner, um, ex- you know, prior to dating, but also, like, in the relationship. And I'm just like, hey, like, you know, like, this is my character. This is the role. This are the things that I have to do. Like, how are you feeling about that? You know? Um, and you know giving them the space to like you know share their thoughts and feelings honestly and 
you know, helping validate those feelings. And then, you know, like having a conversation, like reassuring them, like, this is a really a, like a job for me. I look at it as a job, you know, mm -hmm. but if there's a moment where like maybe me kissing like a co like a co-star um, does turn differently for me like inside like i would have that conversation with them like i would mm -hmm. tell them like if something changes internally i'm gonna talk to you about it um but yeah for the most part it does, you know it has yet to happen where i <laughs> yeah. kissed a code star and i was like i'm in love with you now <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah well I but guess i'm also not like kissing like you know brad pitts or anything <laughs> like that either so <laughs> i don't know <laughs> You're doing with Iowa. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no shade. No shade. <laughs> That's funny. So I guess like like uh, you know kind of that same question, but like you know like with co-stars, like mm -hmm. how like does that like kind of change the relationship with your co-stars, or like do you are you is everybody just able to kind of put up that wall and? I mean, I think, I think it really is personal. Like for me, I think I do pretty good at putting up that wall. Um, because again, like I, I go into my character. So when I am kissing my co-star or doing anything very intimate, um, whether it's emotional or physical, you know, I do feel like I'm like, oh, I am my character right now doing this. Um, but it does make you think of them differently. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can look at them and be like, you're not really a good kisser or, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> um, you do look at them differently. Um, but that doesn't necessarily change like how you handle situations sure. so you can still handle it in a professional way where you're like okay i do know these things about you i'm gonna you know keep that to myself or um keep it professional yeah um sure. but i've had some moments like i one of the shows that i did where i had to kiss someone i could tell that like the other actor was very uncomfortable and like was avoiding kissing me <laughs> at all costs <laughs> um like we would go to rehearsal and like you know in the rehearsal they give you the rehearsal and they're like this is where we're gonna start practicing the kiss you know just a preference you know get everybody mentally ready um and we got to that day and he was like <clears throat> i have a cold <laughs> and like saying all these like little excuses and like at first i was like okay maybe he does have a cold um but then like that cold lasted like a good week and like my director got to the point where he's like we have to practice the kiss like i'm sorry but like we do have to practice it because we're gonna do the kiss you know in the show um are you like are you gonna be okay with this and if not we're gonna have to figure out something <laughs> and we just need to know at this point um silicone lips me <laughs> yeah or doing those like one like off to the side or like kiss the thumb <laughs> reading a book like yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah and so eventually we got the kiss he was like okay like i'm we could do the kiss and then like he kissed me but it you could tell he was still uncomfortable and like he um that energy like transferred and it was just like the most awkward little kiss ever um and it was just like mm, we should have just tried to block it without the kiss or i don't know like if you know so interesting interesting did he I, i'm just curious do you have like a girlfriend or anything or he was just shy i don't know no idea i don't know I and mean, he didn't say anything about that but i think he was just shy like mm. i just think he i think it was his first kiss <laughs> like i do i i don't know that was just like my me making assumptions but i think sure. i was like this must be his first kiss which is fine but like i it's just giving that energy of like he was so nervous because he was like this is gonna be my first kiss <laughs> And like that, and that would be a lot to have your first kiss like on a stage yeah, <laughs> in front yeah, of people. True. 
and like with someone like that you don't necessarily have like a romantic connection with or like any kind of connection with other than like we're working together <laughs> so there's an app called tinder you can probably get at least a kiss out of that i mean hey i feel like i'm a pretty good candidate for a first kiss you would think <laughs> Like I think I, if I if I was gonna kiss uh, me for my first kiss, I'd be like, <laughs> I could do that. I could. I feel like I could be uh, fine with that. Spoken like a true actress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there could be worse people. True. To kiss for the first time. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Um, I remember when I was in high school, I, I was in the play, mm-hmm. and I had a I had a female co-star, and we were kind of like we didn't do any on stage kissing or anything, mm-hmm. but there was like there was insinuations throughout the thing, you know. And and uh, for the last one, we decided to make it like really obvious where I, like I walked on stage, I had like kiss marks, and like my shirt was oh wow, and, like, <laughs> yeah, and like the high school professor or director was pissed obviously but nah, whatever it was like my senior year i didn't mm. give a fuck you know yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but like um i ended up like i think i drew like a lipstick kiss because like it was kind of the same thing i was like you didn't I, do the no <laughs> Just, you I just tried to fr- like freehand kiss. Yeah, mark. I think so. Or maybe you had a guy do it. I don't remember. A guy kiss your neck. Maybe, like. maybe I don't remember. I don't remember how it happened. That's but so like, funny. But um, because you know we're like small town kids, yeah, you know. I mean, <laughs> I mean it does. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is it, what it is. It is what it is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but the, she like she said afterwards she was like, hey, like I could have I could have done that for you and like oh. you know. <laughs> like, mm, missed that I moment. Missed, yeah, the story of my life is mm-hmm. <laughs> missing moment. <laughs> yeah, you need to start doing. You need to start like uh, catching the bull by the horns and just you know attacking the moment as as it is. Yeah, you are not the first person to tell me that, and you will not be the last. <laughs> yeah, it's actually like me and my best friend. Like our goal for the summer is just to like start doing that. Like mm. so, like. If we're hanging out or whatever and like something arises where, you know, we meet some cool people at like a restaurant and they're like, hey, you want to go to this open mic night? Like, we're just gonna be like, sure, let's go. And like just taking, grabbing those moments and like, and riding that wave to see like where the night brings us. I think that's always fun, especially for the summer. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I, you know, I could, I could use more of that too myself. I'm always, I've always been like the overthinking type and like, Me too. you know, just <laughs> over planning everything. Me and, too. Yeah. I remember when I was in high school, I used to. I used to like plan these like movie parties like three months in advance. Cute. Just like just a ridiculous amount. Like <laughs> everybody's like, God, how fucking autistic is this guy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but were they not fun? Like we love a good movie night. You know what? I think they I think eventually they just stopped happening. Oh. <laughs> stopped showing up. This fucking guy. I mean, did you um, like did you like, you know, provide free food and like yeah, like chips and yeah, stuff? Yeah. What? <laughs> It's They're a, bogus for that. Yeah. I mean, I would have taken that offer. I would have been like, a movie and some free food? Bet. Yeah. Good time. I had some, I had some shitty friends in high school. Mm. That's okay. That's how I it have. is with the small town. <laughs> 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 it, it is. Because you're, you, you're just friends out of circumstance. You're not really yeah, friends because you right. have, like you know similar interest or values <laughs> right right yeah i uh i definitely feel like i missed out on, like mm. growing up in a city like i feel mm. like it would have been a lot easier to find your niche mm. um yeah just like i mean it makes sense you're in a larger area there's gonna be more people versus like i think there were 110 people in my class like your graduated. graduating class yeah. you want to you want to guess how many were in mine <laughs> mm, 320 yeah. Wow! Holy shit! Yeah, twenty people. In my what school did you go to? 
I have a Christian Academy. (laughs) 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 Which, let me just say, it's not a school anymore. Mm. It got shut down, like, uh, I want to say... I was going to say like two years ago, but I have been out of high school way longer than that. <laughs> uh, it's Yeah, it, like two years after I graduated, it got shut down because we hmm. just didn't have like the money or people to like keep it up. Sure. But which is, I mean. Yeah, that's how those go. I, I mean, there's some there's some trauma related <laughs> to that school. So it might not have needed to go. Yeah. Ooh, so, that's rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to uh, I went to like a small private Catholic school mm-hmm. um, out north of Iowa, and I didn't hear anything about like that happening. But I remember uh, <laughs> that school ended up shutting down too. Mm. And I remember they had uh, I found out on Facebook they like had pictures of like they had the fire department like burn it down because the building was condemned. So I'm just like sharing this post. I'm like, yeah, this fucking piece of shit school is burn burning to the ground. <laughs> that seems so exciting extreme i mean ours just turned into like a daycare for a whole different school but like oh it was a shit wow burned it down they were like that is it's filthy like it was a shit building (laughs) not physically it was filthy yeah yeah (laughs) spiritually so how they so it how they designed it they didn't have a slanted roof they just had the flat roof because it was so old yeah so everything would like Mm -hmm. you know flood and fall through and like i remember i would walk into the building i'd walk in through the front um like the front doors and there was like a glass on top and it would be covered in ladybugs just a swarm it was like something of a movie just like a swarm like flying above you there's something about like millions of little (laughs) bugs like like all being in one place that is eerie because it's like it feels like the ground is moving or like that yeah. area is moving but you know it's not because it's just a whole bunch of little creatures which is yeah. nasty to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah one of my biggest nightmares is like ginormous bugs like a tarantula yeah well like I- i'm talking like science fiction level like, uh, like a five foot long spider uh, like or something abnormally huge yeah yeah mm. I, have this, I have this weird like the movie king kong mm. the movie still terrifies really? me because, yeah because there's like a fucking 12 foot centipede <laughs> and i'm like freaking out <laughs> imagine if this was in the room right now oh, I would, oh my gosh yeah i'd be like here I- kill it <laughs> heck no i'm out i'm out bugs but see here's the thing though i actually i'm more creeped out by the smaller the bug hmm. because i think i think it has to do something with my hair like i think when you have curly <laughs> hair like if a bug was to fly in my hair it would get stuck it would like trap itself in my hair and i think there's something about like bugs like burrowing in my hair or like <laughs> getting into my body like yeah. that freak me out so yeah. little bugs freak me out but i mean if you were like there is a gigantic bug <laughs> on that wall i'm like looks like we're gonna be sitting here looking at it i'm not touching it yeah or like bugs crawling in your ears and shit Mm-mm. yeah that show is i remember when i was a kid i had like i swore i had like a fly fly into my ear i and swallowed like, a fly once oh shit <laughs> it was a really windy day and i was just like trucking and then i it just went down my throat you got a little bit of protein out of it. And I, I was like, <laughs> and I spit it up and it flew. It's <laughs> like, you're, you're doing really good. <laughs> Taking life by the horns. But uh, yeah, no, continue. You had a fly in your ear? Oh, yeah. Well, I just, I, I was convinced it was like living in my brain. Yeah, see, I like, don't flying, like that. I, vision, I like, don't like flying that. around my skull. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> that really creeps me out. Oh. Ugh. 
because I also think like I don't know in high school or junior high high school I I don't I think I had some kind of thing I think it was like a medical thing but I I don't know how intense it was but if someone like I was ticklish but if someone Mm. touched my neck it would like leave this feeling of like little mini bugs were like crawling around in my neck and it would so like people would think they would be funny and they're like tickle 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 but me i'm like on the ground like crying (laughs) and i'm like get the bugs out get the bugs out and i don't know what it was but i grew out of it thank god but you weren't on meth for you no no (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding no uh that shit freaks me out like talking about meth i like scratching their arms and shit yeah yeah Yeah, fuck Mm. all that um, let me ask you this like uh, going back to like acting like how how do you mem like if you're doing mm-hmm. a play or whatever like how do you memorize those lines i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> there's i think there's magic in um theater and like just acting in general where for some reason it like works itself out like mm. so i mean for me rep- repetition works and really helps with memorization movement well memorizing helps because it's it's one thing to like memorize lines like sitting still and like dun 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 and then you could kind of get into this rhythm which is not the best because then what happens if you and i start acting and you don't give me the line how i always practiced that you would give it to me and then i'm like uh uh like you want to kind of like practice your lines in a way that there's flexibility for like Mm. whoever you're acting with or what could ever happen um and plus like if you you like rehearse i'm gonna cry at this point there's gonna be a day that you can't cry you Mm. literally cannot cry and so like what are you gonna do if you practiced it where you cry every time you're gonna get frustrated you're gonna get mad at yourself you're gonna be like i suck like you're gonna get hard on yourself when it's like being an actor is like you're really pulling real emotions out. So, like, how can you expect yourself to cry every night, especially if it's theater? You know, every time. Um, so, like, tackle it in a way that's, like, flexible. And, like, and if you, you're, like, moving, like, whether you're running or, like, you know, punching a punching bag or even if, like, f- for me, like, I'm just, like, flailing around my room, just, like, <laughs> reciting my lines. That's literally what I did for your, oh, your really? movie. That's funny. Um, but, yeah, like, if you do that, it helps your body like grab it like grab the lines um like in your brain and connect it to movement which is really really good um but then yeah once i once i do that it just falls into place it just falls into place because mm. there there's a moment too like where you start memorizing and you're like oh my gosh this is gonna <laughs> i have no hope like and then there's <laughs> you start memorizing you're like okay i'm getting better i'm getting better this is this is good i'm starting to it's starting to click the story is making sense and then there's a moment where it gets closer to the day that you either have to film or actually do the show. Yeah. And you're like, do I even know these lines? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, what am I going to do? And then and then it just works. It just happens. Okay. Yeah. Is there a certain amount of time that you're, like, working with the script? Or it just, just depends on what's yeah, going on? Yeah, it depends on the script. It depends on how in-depth. I really try, like, not only just memorizing words, but I love character, like, dives. I love that. Like, because for me... Um, I noticed that when it comes to memorizing, it comes down to who I know my character to be. Like, I can't just memorize words for them being words. Like, I need to, like, connect the words to, and you know, a reason, um, an objective, and even just, like, an emotion. Like, what am I feeling? Like, 
what is my character really going through when they're saying these lines or who are they talking to and how does that change the way that they they feel about themselves in that moment um and stuff like that so yeah i just i really i try to be open-minded and open-hearted when it comes to like memorizing lines and like allowing my character to just take him just take him because once i like understand and grasp the story and then what my character is feeling i'm like oh Hmm. it's not it's not me memorizing it's me living like i'm like oh this is my story damn that's good that, well that's the sign of a true actress that you're able to do that because like i feel like i would just like i would interpret it like just so literally like oh, yeah. oh this sometimes line this line, to, this line yeah <laughs> sometimes i go too deep and it's like <laughs> you've missed <laughs> you missed the whole point <laughs> i'm like what you don't think that he was doing this because he had childhood trauma that went to here <laughs> da, 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 da. he's like no i think he just did it because he was hungry <laughs> oh yeah. i guess that's a good point <laughs> you know that kind of thing yeah that's funny so how do you how do you like pull out those emotions like if you you know mm. if you need to make yourself cry like that's another thing like i i have a hard time believing that i'd be able to do like how how do you get yourself to that point where you're like sobbing in front mm. of people on stage or on camera or whatever well so like one of the little things that i like about acting um that might be not everybody thinks but i think what's cooler than watching someone cry is watching someone hold back tears mm. and that is different um than watching someone cry like so like for me i really don't put pressure on myself to cry because at the end of the day even if the director's like i want to see tears coming down your face they have like things they have like the stick the tear sticks to help you actually get tears coming and like so like there's ways around it but i'm like at the end of the day though like it is so cool so interesting to watch someone fight back tears because you're feeling what they're feeling but they're literally like like they're just you just see it in their face Mm. rather than and then like if there's a point where like tears start rolling you know that there was a internal fight to keep them from rolling and then when they roll you know that they've like finally like given up or released um Mm. whatever it may be so um but when it comes to like trying to get myself to that point of like those heightened emotions i pull from my personal my personal life um (laughs) and sometimes i get on myself because i um there are moments or certain situations where i'm like you know like i i don't know i really don't know like i like uh like a good example would be like if i played a um like a mother who miscarried you know Mm. trigger warning but um like if i played that i've never you know had a child and i've never like lost a child and so how would i know genuinely what that feels like i can just pull from the experiences of others and what i think that is um but like i'm not going to get on myself for being like oh no find that emotion i'm going to pull that feeling of loss from something else grief from something else you know because at the end of the day i might not have lost a child in that way but they're still grieving they Mm. they've lost something so like how can i find something in my personal life that resembles loss in that heightened way and how can i just take that and throw that in in there and then build off of that that's what i do so i i I really try to take it from like a personal experience but i do get on myself sometimes when i come against like a, a role that's uh maybe something that i've never experienced um it it's like an internal like actor thing where i'm like i need to go like (laughs) i don't know like smoke all this 
drugs <laughs> so that I can feel what they feel, you know, like I just trying to like, you know, that method acting thing yeah. again. <laughs> um, but, you know, I try to just pull it from what I've already experienced in a safe way. <laughs> cool. Cool. So like, did that like take time to like figure that out and get there? Mm-hmm. Or is that something you've always like found you're just naturally able to do or? I think to an extent it's taken time. Like, Anything that I feel like I'm sharing with you about, like, technique and stuff, that's something that I've learned over time. Mm. Um, I feel like I've always been, like, a an empathic person, so I feel emotions really well. Mm. Um, and so I feel like it's easy to pull those emotions. Um, but I've noticed that, like, as I grow up and I, I mature and I heal some of those things <laughs> that were traumatizing me, <laughs> it's harder to find those, like, emotions as easily. I have mm. to go digging a little bit harder. Um, and, you know, some people have said, like, the more healed you are, the easier it is to find emotions and like maybe to some people. And I think for me, like it's, it's almost harder because like I'm working, I'm working to heal those emotions. Yeah. And so I don't want them to be easily, you know, but I do find myself more, um, like if you were to tell me something and you were getting emotional, like I would probably sit here and cry with you because like there's like that empathic self that's like, I feel what you feel. But when it comes to like finding my own and like pulling that out, it makes, I have to dig a little like longer. Yeah. Well, I think it's good that you're able to like, not like let that affect you. Like, I feel like if I, if like, if I was going through that, like taking back traumatic moments I've had, Mm -hmm. like it would almost fuck me up. Like I'd almost Mm -hmm. like start like reliving it. Sometimes it does. and And that's where like the technique that I've learned, like through schooling and stuff have really helped me because like, I mean, if you've ever, like, walked in on, um, like, a theater class in college, you're going to walk into, like, students laying on the ground and breathing together. <laughs> like, there's, I'm like, have you, are you really, a, a, a like, a college actor if you haven't, like, waken up at 730 in the morning and, like, um, like, opened up your heart to your, your childhood trauma and, like, breathed with your like your classmates you're probably you haven't probably you know (laughs) really experienced what acting is um in that sense but what i've learned from school though was like along with the breathing exercise is like the mental um techniques that help you know separate you from your character but also like let's say i got into my character like really really strongly what are healthy ways to like pull me back out because Mm. it's happened there's been times that i've played a character and i took i took them home with me and i like lived that like i felt like they were like their baggage was weighing down on me and i was like feeling very like sad and depressed and you know it was like i was working through their trauma and i i didn't need to i just needed to release it so it you know and on a spiritual level too it kind of comes into like just like you know like spiritually like washing that that off of you and like setting that to the side it really has helped me but it's it's easy it's it's like so like those actors that you know that have like unalived themselves like Mm. you know because of a character taking them over it's real it happens it's and it's scary and that's why i think a lot of people turn and they're like method acting is terrible (laughs) you know it's dangerous which it can be if you don't have the proper techniques to like pull yourself back out or you don't have the proper support system either yeah well um what comes to mind when we talk about that is like heath ledger Mm -hmm. right like and i I remember like seeing 
people talk about like oh he wasn't a method actor he was just like a drug actor mm-hmm. always pissed me off it's like no like it's it, it like if you watch that movie that's a crazy role like mm-hmm. i i can you know despite me lacking some of the skills i can still imagine how somebody can <clears throat> you know get from a point where they're like just whatever and then they're playing this like mass serial killer oh, yeah. and that just fucks them up like you hear stories about like actors like like you know they play a character and they have to do research and like oh, look through like crime that. photos and yeah. shit like that i love research but <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it does it does it really pulls you into their 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 life you know it it's really easy to like look at like those crime photos and you're like wow and like because you're thinking at you're not thinking like, wow, my character did this. Like, you try to be your character, so you're like, wow, I did this. And that's mm. a lot to take on if you, like, fully Damn. step into their shoes. So, like, what what roles have you researched for? Like, what was that? What's the, <clears throat> been the extent of that? Well, I mean, so I, I did a show. Um, this was theater, but I, I did a show called The Revolutionist. And I played a Haitian rebel. Mm. Um, and, I mean, she... I. I did a lot of research about, you know, that, that time and that era and, um, and what like the, the people there went through and like what they were fighting for and all that stuff. And, um, I honestly, any kind of role that has to do with like, um, like being not an outcast, but like being that like, (laughs) what's that word? Marginalized group. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the word. That's where I'm going with that. (laughs) Like being any kind, anything like that. Sure. Um, you know, you're, you're opening yourself up to be like, to take that, you know? And you're like, it's not fun. Especially when you do experience it in the, in the real world, it, it's like starts like tearing at wounds that are already open. So Mm. stuff like that. Um, and too like when i came out um i did it in theater like i did it through acting oh, okay. uh, i came out to my family like acting um so we did a show mm, it was like a theater themed like film um so we did it like on s- a stage-esque thing but it was shot in the you know the visual you know aesthetic of film so it, oh. it moved with us oh, okay. but it was very like you know, we had like a curtain in the back, so it was. It wasn't like it looked like a real home. It was like mm. a theater style home. Okay. Sure. Um, and you know, I we wrote that script like as a cast. Like that was the whole idea. Is like we would sit down and like we would break ourselves off into groups, and whoever was like in the scenes together, they would sit down and they would write the script. And <clears throat> me and my fellow actor Donna, she played my mother and we talked about like what do we want this this you know scene to be about and um it talked it had so much it talked about um so the whole over um the whole show was about being black in iowa Mm. so that was already in itself something powerful yeah yeah but then on top of that we gave these characters like you know personal um lives and so like my character was coming out to her mother um on top of like her and her mom were having this conversation about where she wanted to go to college and whether she wanted to go to a black college or you know like a college like iowa state or something like that um and so it was very interesting for me because it was like i used that moment I talked to her and I was like, I think she should come out to her mom. <laughs> and knowing in my mind that I, my parents and my family was going to watch this this film, and that was me going to come out. <laughs> me sitting on the couch like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> you know? So um, where was I going with that? 
I have a reason. This happens a lot. <laughs> you were talking about like uh, like I think we're just talking about like finding your character, kind of you know, yeah. or like the, the audience knows. <laughs> the the audience knows, and they're I screaming. That my my brain will go off on a tangent well, and I'll fall off the branch. Well, thankfully the audience is used to this, so Good. I think you're. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think you're in the clear, but uh, no, I mean I I think that's really cool that um that like you did that that you like you dove that deep into mm-hmm. a character like again this is like and like um as a director like I've always heard that like it's good to like take an acting class and like mm-hmm. I've I've honestly kind of I've been playing with the idea a little bit like if if directing something I want to do more of like you know could, not understand like, the like, actor more exactly yeah. exactly not treat them like, like meat puppets yeah more. right <laughs> let's, get you- that on, let's get that on t-shirt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't treat actors like meat puppets <laughs> or it's movie. like are you an actor no i'm a meat puppet <laughs> <laughs> on the back yeah <laughs> <I'm a meat> <laughs> and or or the other way around are you a meat puppet no i'm an actor yeah, that's, funny. that's funny that's even funnier yeah think. yeah that's good. Okay, trademark. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, I'll give it to Wayne. There you uh, go. That was him. There you go. I just made it better. <laughs> <laughs> Collaboration. Yeah. 50-50. Exactly. There you go. Well, That's what we do. Yeah, exactly. Kira, this has been a pleasure having oh, you on. thank you so much for having yeah. me. Yeah. Um, obviously, we have the short film that's going to be premiering tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it really? What time? Um, I th- It's either... <laughs> no time. Let's just say midnight. <laughs> Let's just say midnight. Okay, okay. Midnight Friday. Um, I think it was originally for two, but two's been, they always say two to four is the best time to post in the algorithm, but it hasn't really been working out for me. So I'm just going to do midnight. There you go. Midnight, um, Friday, the the 19th midnight. Mm. All right. Um, what else, what else you got coming up pipeline, pipeline besides that? Um, I am stage managing so at the playhouse, uh, native gardens. I did say that, but I'm also going to be in a film, um, called the safest place in the cosmos and that is going to be coming out soon we're just finishing up filming right now for that but those are the the most recent things that i got going on hell yeah follow me on instagram hell yeah we'll put all those links in the description <laughs> kira uh you're a brilliant actress thank i you. i i love the fact that we were able to work together and hope we can do it again Likewise. and uh thank you for coming on today thank you for having me all right guys every monday and thursday at 7 p.m uh, you know what's up. We have a website, macowstars.com, where you can find us there. We also have a Patreon, where you can find exclusive content and uh, all those goodies. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. <laughs>